You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk Recorded live. <clears throat> uh, praise the Lord. Good evening. Praise the Lord. How are you this evening? <clears throat> I'm well. Excuse me. I am well. And yourself? All right. Can't complain. How was your day? Uh, Good day. Good day. Uh, Got a few things done. Yeah. Always something to do. Um, yeah. Just just always want to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just got back from picking up Pete and Teresa from the airport. Oh, I tell them uh, welcome to Cleveland. Yes. I think that's Elder Deneen on the call. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing well, thank you. She doesn't know. She doesn't know she's going to be the main speaker tonight. Oh wow! No, I'm just. I'm just joking with you. I'm just joking with you. <laughs> so I shake you. So you want to shake you up a little bit? Uh, yeah, shaking in my flip flops. So if if that if that did happen, you'd be ready. With the help of Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Or Elder James, or is it with the help of God? Which one? (laughs) Help of God. That's the same. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was was trying to remember the uh, exact sentence he he told me. (laughs) Well, it's uh, whatever comes out of your heart. I mean, I mean, um, let's be honest with you. If you, if you, if you were said with the help of the Holy Ghost, you know, God knows who you, you know, God knows who you're referring to. Okay, I wouldn't get put out. No, 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 no. It's just a point of um, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Amen. Would you Would you pray to me? Oh, Heavenly Father, we praise and we thank you for this call this evening, Lord God, as we uh, come about the round table, Lord God, to uh, discuss and uh, talk about current events and uh, where we're going in the kingdom and where we've come from. And uh, we just uh, ask the Lord to, um, you know, put it on in our spirit to be uh, pure and to think things through. Uh, properly and be guided by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> amen. So, um, no, you're not going to be put out. And uh, it's just a point of um, what we were attempting to do is to teach uh, 
the inerrant word of God. Uh, and uh, we understand, you know, we understand uh, uh, when we look in the King James Version Bible and other versions, as they say, Holy Ghost, we know we know it's referring to the Spirit of God. And so uh, it's, it's you know it's just it's just an awareness it's it's a uh, awareness of truth and um, I, I think sometimes uh, uh, people think that you know after being after saying something for twenty or thirty or forty years you're just going to um, just as you say flip it in one second. You know, we're used to that terminology, but we know who we're referring to. Yeah. We know that. And uh, nobody's going to be put out or handcuffed or anything like that. (laughs) 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 So uh, we thank God for you all on the uh, call tonight. It's just uh, the three of us. And um, not sure what we're going to discuss. Um, after uh, teaching last night, what we taught on, did any, anything come to mind? Did you, anybody think of anything? Any, anything come to your awareness or or uh, any reflections? No. <laughs> no. No, not for me. <laughs> no. Sir, how about you? No, I, I'm I'm thinking back, but I don't think of anything that was out of, out of uh, out of place. I think it was very well covered. Uh, Do you mean? Um... Go ahead. I'm sorry. You you were pausing. I thought you were done. Go ahead, please. No, I'm I'm done. So, Denine, you um, brought up a point uh, last night about um, you know it came to your mind about bringing the gentleman from Liberia here, and uh, I know we were discussing here in our home this morning, and uh, it's a great uh, it's a great thought, great idea great vision and um, something like that is doable and I I don't say this in fear with a lot of money and um, and as we as everybody's talking about you know their vision their ministry uh, everyone uh, needs faith. Everyone needs a vision, and every need, everyone needs a provision for the vision. You know, yeah. the Lord to uh, uh, make the uh, bring the provision. And I, I think a lot of times I, I don't want to piggyback on what uh, Debbie Godwin said last week. I'm not trying to do that, but I think a lot of times, you know, I've been. Um, in the church long enough and I would hear people uh, make some statements you know concerning finance and whatever and I would say to myself and others would say you know don't they realize that you know God wants to do it through them 
you know, because I think a lot of times people are waiting for um, the Lord to uh, get the coin out of the uh, fish's mouth. And uh, they don't understand that uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you're the fish. Uh, um, <laughs> okay. What was that? Oh, <laughs> I, I said I, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that, that's not an insinuation in any way. But I'm just reflecting on uh, uh, the past. Um, so, um, share share some more thought about what you were saying concerning that, Denise. Please. Oh, it, it's what just what that, you as I said, uh, we, um, you know, say, for instance, that I, I know it definitely takes money. It's not expensive going over there, and I'm sure it's not expensive. I mean, I'm sure it's expensive coming back, uh, you know, coming to the United States as well. And um, I guess, uh, you know, of course, we need to know all the, what the process is, uh, you know, for them to come over with the invite or what have you. Um, of course, they would need passport and stuff, too. And uh, just for instance, if we thought, say, February, that would be the, you know, the, the launch or relaunch, if you will, uh, of the ministry, then uh, possibly he could be here to see that and be maybe a part of that, uh, you know, consecration for the ministry or something like that. And uh, just makes it uh, really, not that it's not real, but really real, you know, when you have everybody live and in person. Continue. Well, that that's kind of it. If he were to come over here and we had the service and, you know, he's here for a few days and, uh, you know, uh, introduced to the ministry and maybe uh, sit down with them and, you know, tell them how the covenant partner relationship and everything works and, uh, and then our, you know, vision for going to uh, Africa and, you know, some of the things that we do here, we want to establish some things there as well. Um, if that's something that's not going on, I know they know about getting together and, you know, uh, but are they, you know, doing it in the fivefold, you know, and uh, so not very sure if that's what's going on. I don't believe so. And a, a way to uh, our, our segue to get over there and, you know, and activate. Yeah, let them send the apostles, you know, let the apostles go and and the team, the apostolic team go over there and, you know, maybe for a couple of weeks or so because you, you don't want to go that far and go a week. So uh, definitely it takes uh, planning for you uh, sitting time aside. If you have vacation, you know, planning, okay, I'm going to be gone this month or what have you. So, uh a lot of things. Uh, I haven't had the chance to write them down. I, I had my uh, little journal for for him ministry today at work, but I was kind of busy. I was kind of slow. And my husband, you know, it's cold is trying to overtake me, but um, sitting here drinking tea now. But um, I wanted to jot down like some of the things that we're discussing now. Okay, what is, is it that I want to do and 
I think you told me actually a couple of weeks ago. So I finally put my little journal for that in my purse, but I didn't get a chance to uh, write in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't have it in front of me now. So, uh, But those are some of the things to put in it, you know, uh, uh, have a the consecration probably the first quarter of the year and and uh, see what it takes to to uh, bring Reverend Brochus over here. $3,000. <laughs> okay. Am I right, Elder Shank? Pastor Shank, am I right? Yes. Was, uh, it might even be close to $3,000. That's what, that's what I said, yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Uh, around, for a round trip, you definitely don't want to buy a one-way ticket. Oh, right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're not going to turn around and send them back over the weekend. So probably that's, right. No that's right. That's right. That's right. A week to be here and get, uh, you know, like I said, acclimated with the ministry and sit down with us and, uh, you know, receive some instructions from, um, you know, EMFI, how we're going about things. You know, just get to do it in person. But um, if that we can't foresee that at the in the first quarter because you know this is just kind of like a last thought, I guess you could say. Um, no, it's not. It's not a bad. It's not a bad idea. Janine, it's not a bad no, I, idea. No, it's not. Oh, I didn't say it was. I don't think it's a bad idea or not. I I I know that the timing is may not necessarily be right. I know that it's not a bad idea. Um, it just, when, when you say, okay, we're going to do the service and we're going to do it with you launching the ministry, then, okay, right. you know, right. the clock starts going in my mind, like, wow, right. it would be nice if we could bring him over here as well. And, you know, we go through this. Hello? Did we lose her? Uh, so uh, I think especially uh I think we lost you for a minute. Sorry, my Bluetooth wants to go in and out now. I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, so that that was it. The the idea to um, you know, uh, have him here, introduce him to the ministry. Uh, uh, he's here about a week. Uh, he gets to sit down uh mm-hmm. with uh, Apostle Griffin and Apostle Shank during the daytime and. <laughs> And you pour into him about the, you know, apostolic ministry, how we're going to change the the model of what's going on now, the model church now, and you know, put in the apostolic model with the with the apostolic councils, and you know, none of this. Everybody just want to be a bishop now, and a reverend this, and you know. Uh, Titles that are definitely going to have a purpose, such as they did mm-hmm. in how you were, uh, you know, uh, elaborating on last night. I never thought about that, so I can't say that. I, I thought, never, thought about what? As a reflection, as a reflection, I never thought about, okay, their titles keep switching. <laughs> I never thought about that. So you, you definitely brought that to my attention, you know, now that I, I kind of look back. I'm like, yeah, he was called this and that. and. He was called that there, or he was called it. I never thought of it that way. Even though you read it, it's there in black and white, right. or red and white, depending on your Bible. And uh, I just never thought about that. So uh, since um, since I'm letting this uh, conversation flow, now that um, 
you never thought about it, saw it. How, how do you how do you bring that? Um, uh, what does it do with what you know in the church world now, or how the church world operates? Well, uh, uh, I, I think some just the, the church world is just probably like they say working with the handicap. Uh, I think there are a lot of people that are in church that play uh, different roles, wear different mm-hmm. hats, depending upon the occasion. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I never just, you know, thought of it in a Bible. I was, you know, I just hear people like, yeah, I wear about 10 different hats. You know, you hear people say that or something like that. And I, I think about it myself. Okay, well, at this moment, I could be at the one convention, and at this moment I'm doing uh, the praise and worship uh, they they might ask me at the last minute, uh, would you be the mistress of ceremonies? Okay, I got to switch gears there. Then okay, it's it's offering time. I'm gonna ask for the financial uh, you know committee to come down. Then I'm down there for that. Okay, uh, then it's a, it's it's altar appeal time, and you know but, you need somebody to be back there in the back. So you know, uh, being yep. everything that I could in in that place. It, if I was at a dinner or luncheon or something, I might be uh, uh, not necessarily serving the food like say behind, but okay, say for instance, last Saturday when I went to uh, the breakfast, um, there was a, a handicapped man sitting next to me, and uh, my husband was like, uh, Janine, could you get his plate? You know, he you know, he didn't ask me to get his plate first or mine. He said, would you get his plate? I was like, oh, sure, I can do that, you know, for the brother. And, and you probably know him too. He, he's been... Uh, down through the years in the church, I forgot. I think he came out of a. Oh, I'm not gonna put no names, but he went. To, he went to a, a pastor's church that relocated down south. So anyway, uh, and he's a member there now. And so I went up there, and my husband was like just just put some everything on the plate. I was like, okay. So I went up there and I put a little bit of everything and brought it back to him. Then I went back and got my plate, and my husband took care of himself. So uh, at that moment, you know. Uh, uh, how do you play? Or, 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 you know, not a maid, but, uh, you know, the ones who come and take your, take your, you know, your order. <laughs> so whatever I needed to be uh, in the body, I was, but not necessarily uh, recognizing uh, Paul was doing all these uh, hat changes. Yeah, but he was not doing Although it. I read um, it. He was not, but he was not doing it. Um... He did it at a different he, level, though. Different level. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, mine's made. It was not necessarily a different level. It was uh, still Sister Janine or Minister Janine. So, uh, you know. But yeah, here, here he's an apostle. Here he's, you know. Very interesting. So, um, continue, or, uh, sir, you can tap in. So, yes, I mean, yes, you were describing uh, how you shifted in doing things in in the church environment, but um, Paul simply was a teacher. And then he became an apostle. And the people that went with him 
they had different there were different uh ministry gifts that accompanied him uh, hello <laughs> Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm listening. And it probably and it probably didn't take and, him that, long. He 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 worked at an accelerated rate. Whereas how you say we they want to keep you at this level for twenty thirty years, and then whereas uh, there probably wasn't even ten years as Paul progressed. Probably not five years. You know, as he progressed from teacher to apostle, or you know, uh, those different. What, whatever he needs to do at that space, that's what he became. But, you know, as you stated last night, um, want to put an age on it or, or something like that or or want to put a gender on it because I've seen where because it was a gender and even though they were younger, they, you know, they were moved into that place. So um, man is looking at the outer appearance. But God is looking at the heart and, uh, you know, what, what he's destined you to, to be. And uh, people have got to start looking through God's eyes <laughs> and seeing what he sees, what the Holy Spirit sees. And, you know, I, I don't think everybody considers that to say, okay, well, let me just stand here and say, okay, God, what, what, what are you showing me there? You know, as far as... Uh, uh, you know, it, sometimes it, it's just sin. They they just see, or what do you say, always cut above. And you are always seeing cut below. I think that's something right here. You you explain that in a church explain model. In a, in a well, you know, in our prophetic class, you know, we learned that when you're you know you're prophesizing to a person or you know speaking to a person. Try to to go above the waist, not necessarily cutting them down all the time. Yeah, people know where they're at already, you know, in in the flesh and the natural. Yes. We know yes. where we're at, but above the waist, where where are we in the spirit? I know I'm all that down below, but where where am I up here? You know, where it what where am I at in, in God's eyes in the spirit realm? And uh, I, that's what. People are not really, uh, let's say, digging for. They're not digging for the treasure in people, uh, like they should be. Like they should be. You know, it's almost surface level or something. But they need to go deeper. They need to go deeper. So that's that's what I'm saying. In order to get the treasure, in order to pull out diamonds, you got to go in the mine. You got to go down on there. You got to get some coal to heat stuff up. You got to go deep. Right. <laughs> you got to go deep. So uh, I, I think, um, and uh, I guess we we all need to just, you know, it, it, it's hard sometimes to say, okay, I'm just going to say before God, but it's not an easy task. And that's where, you know, of course, the enemy uh, desires to, to fight us at. But, um, so just to be honest, it's a struggle there to say, um, you know, on your face before God when you got all this other stuff uh, going around uh, just um, as I, I prayed for uh, last night that nothing would go slack as the, the ministry goes forward. You know, things that still have to keep balance in our lives. And, you know, it's even a, a prayer for me, you know, as I, I go to the next elevation and take on more responsibility, um, it seemed like uh, all in, in, in a 
in a few weeks, it seemed like all this responsibility, you know, as far as church-wise, some, some things at home that need to be taken care of, and then some things that on the job, I'm like, okay, why me? Why did I have to get this? You know, and, and sometimes, and, and what I did with a, a couple of things, you know, I was like, okay, what's the deadline on these things? And, you know, so much pressure for it. And I, I just end up just taking a day as like, I'm going to get this out the way for the, you know, I'm under new management. I'm like, this, I'm just going to get this away. And, you know, some stuff in Excel. I'm not, you know, it's like, well, what do you want from this? And, you know, I figured it out. And I sent it over, waiting for a response. And they wanted me to do something else. And, it required me to send a message to everybody under that umbrella. And out of two weeks, I still have two people that have not responded. And, uh, you know, I received the email for Upper Management. Well, where are they on this? I said, well, I, I have two people, and they were like, uh, let me know if you need help. And then I said, okay, if they don't respond by Friday, I will you know, let you know. So tomorrow, if they don't respond by that time, I'll put management's name on the on the email as well as theirs and say, you know, this is our fourth attempt to receive this information. But you don't want to have to do that. You know, you don't want to have to bring management in. You don't want to have to bring the apostle in. <laughs> you know, you don't want to have to bring the elders in. You know, just you want to ask the, the saints, the congregation, the, you know, people of God, just, let's just do this. And, you know, we don't have to bring nobody in to crack the whip or, or anything. You know, we, we just have to see that things have to be done. So it's like a, kind of the same thing. You're in the job world and you have to call in upper management to get something finalized, and then here we are in the church world, and, you know, even at home sometimes you you got to, you know, you're trying to get things done. Everybody got to come into agreement. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have somebody on the call. Um, whoever gets four is, who is this? Also on the call. This is Elder Shonda. Oh, that's what I thought. I thought praise I, the Lord, everybody. I, praise <laughs> the Lord. I, I, uh, I uh, sent a message, and I didn't get a response, so I thought I was somebody else. Nevertheless, God bless you. So uh, as I heard you uh, uh, talking, and uh, you were saying, you know, you know, basically there's so many things to, to get done, and, you know, trying to stay in, on your face before God and whatever, it just comes to my mind that um, a, a lot of times um, we, I'm not, just, I'm not referring to you, uh, Denise, specifically, but let's talk about us. Yeah. We are too busy with uh, things that we shouldn't be doing, and, uh, and we think we should do them. Now, let me explain what I just said. A lot of times we don't plan. We don't plan our um we don't plan our week or weeks and uh then we find ourselves you know having things to do uh sometimes because we procrastinate at the last minute and then we have no time with god uh that's why the main principle of matthew six thirty three that says seek ye first kingdom of God and his righteousness first. So the Lord is trying to say to us, you put me first 
and other things will fall in line because putting God first, getting in his presence first, allows us to have the wisdom, understanding, and knowledge to plan, uh, to plan. And um, so, for example, if we have to wash clothes, we won't have to do them on Sunday morning or late Saturday night. You know, we'll have a uh, we'll have a plan. We will not procrastinate until the last minute because some things are more important than other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, people many times put more value on um, things in the natural than they do concerning the spiritual things. So the Lord says, seek me first. Um, and uh, a lot of times people find that they don't have, you know, they say, I don't have time to pray like I should. I have time to be in the presence of the Lord. I don't have time to read the word. But that's not that's not a true statement. Uh, everyone is given the same amount of time every day. Uh, 20, 24, 24 hours. And the Lord's Prayer uh, basically says, you know, uh, give us this day our daily bread and so on and so forth. So uh, um, all I'm trying to say is we have to be able to manage our time properly. Um, We have to... And it takes wisdom to do that. And, uh, you know, uh, you'll find that a lot of people on Sunday morning try to sleep in. Oh, it's so quiet on this call. A lot of people try to sleep. A lot of people on Sunday try to sleep in because it's Sunday. Uh, that's not the day. That's not the day to sleep in. That's the day. That there should be, um, you see, let me just say say it to you like this. You know, just because I'm not the speaker on Sunday, just because I'm not the pastor, doesn't give me a pass on Sunday. Uh, True armor bearers, true people aligned to you, will intercede, will pray. Um, will bring forth intercession. They're praying for the word to have its free course. They're praying for the move of God. And um, what you'll find out, uh, all this is coming because, you know, because you, you were saying some things, didn't you? And I started hearing this. What you'll find out is if you try to sleep eight, nine, ten hours in doing things your way, you may wake up tired, still not rested. But if you put God's things in priority and you can sleep five hours and wake up refreshed. So, um, that's the one of the um, one of the uh, deceptions and distractions of Christian life is busyness, 
just being, I'm too busy. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, what that's, and sometimes what that's saying is you haven't planned to get some things done that you should have gotten done before. Now everything's piling up. Now I've got to try to get all this stuff done at one time. And, uh, or it's saying, I, you know, and, and it's the same thing I'm saying in a different way. I've not prioritized. Some things can wait. What can't wait is the things of God. They're more important. Um, I know this generation, for example, is not a generation that likes to cook. I thought I was going to get somebody to say something. Um, because, you know, there's so much money. You know, I always say this, and I say it jokingly, but I I, I really have a sincere, uh, uh, I'm really saying something sincere about it. If you want to take a book off and go to the restaurant, I mean, from the, from the church folks, lots of money is spent on restaurants. Uh, uh, what, what, what I'm trying to say is this, back to the food. There used to be a time, and I'm quite sure everybody on this call knows it, that um, people on the weekends, they would cook for a couple of days. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Well, uh, you know, uh, people would, people would uh, plan their week. They would cook for a couple of days. They would get their stuff ironed. They would get their stuff put away. Uh, they lay out their clothes. You know, um, you know, um, a lot of times people, um, a lot of times people could be promoted on their job if they didn't, if they didn't just show up the very last minute or two or three minutes after they should be there. Because a lot of times uh, people that would get there 15, 10, 15, 20 minutes ahead of time People see that and, and they become promotable or whatever. Well, you know, so I'm just saying um, when I talk about busyness and uh, not planning or whatever, uh, we 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 rush a lot of things. Um, even if you, you know, I, I, I'm I'm used to this, and I know the the Lord has dealt with me about this years ago. That. Um, I remember the Lord shared with my wife one time, and this was back in the 90s, early 90s, that um, I would start, you know, studying for my Sunday message on Friday or Saturday. All through the week, I'd just do my thing. Then I'd wake right before Sunday and start, you know, studying. And the Lord gave her a message to me. And um, because, you know, I was procrastinating, I was I was putting things ahead of him. Let me go on, the, let me go this way too, because I see or I see or hear something else. Um, two things now, okay? I'm not picking on anybody, I'm just, honestly, so when you hear this, I'm not picking on anybody, because one is something that, well, i just say this. So uh, the Lord dealt with me uh, years ago also concerning um, um, the altar call. He was basically saying, you know, don't rush him. Don't rush him out. 
don't don't go through too quickly uh, because he wants to he because you have to give the God time. This is this is similar to what uh, Pastor Deborah, Deborah Holland was saying. Uh, you have to wait until he moves, and you know a lot of these people. That's why that's one of the reasons why I don't put a clock in the church. Although I know people have them on their arms and on their phones and everything else, people watching the clock. Uh, well, you know, whose clock do we watch? Do we watch God's time or do we watch our time? Because people want to rush out of there, and the Lord wants to wants us to wait on Him um, so that He can move and bless us. This is what I said also the other day when it came time to offering. Um, you have to give people time, and you have to. Um, um, I, I just say it like this. Some cultures, you have to talk, excuse the expression, I'm just, I'm just going to be kind of raw about this, and, and uh, it's not really religious. You have to um, you have to help them give. I'll, I'll be nice. You have to help them give. Uh, givers, you don't have, they, givers don't need help. They already have it in internally in them to do so other people you have to take time and you have to you know, read scriptures you have to exhort show them you know the better way you know what God requires and whatever so you can't rush through what um, offering now, a lot of people talk a lot of people talk about um, uh, Pentecostal churches and apostolic churches that we take too long um you know, our services are too long. But uh, when we get home or we get to the restaurant, we just take our time. Anybody ever experienced that? You know, you get around the table. You know, you talk for a half hour. Sometimes it's 45 minutes before they even bring the food. You get the food, you, you, you eat it. After it's done, everybody's still just around there talking, just taking their good time. Nobody's in a rush to leave. And that's one of the reasons why when you get to a good restaurant, you got you got a long line. You can't even find a table. It's indicative of the fact that people are at the tables who've already eaten and they're just talking. They're taking their time and they're enjoying themselves. And so um, we have to we have to plan. That's why I said last night that. Um, I'm going to send an email. I don't really have to say email. I could really just say something to two or three people and say, you know, um, let's have, you know, we'll have, we're probably going to have a teleconference anyway. A teleconference about planning the rest of this year, not every week, as I said, uh, and into next year, that we need some specific dates um, if the young people are going to do something. Planning um, um, the anniversary next year, the conference next year, the uh, any any ministries being released next year. We need to set a date uh, so that uh, one of the things that kind of hinders a move of the spirit when we get together in a service is because we try to plan stuff at the last moment. 
you know, we have a we have a service this we have a service next Friday, and we're still working on we're still working on details on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. You know that 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 does it. It's a dishonor to uh, God, and it is dishonor to the people of God because we wait for the last minute to do things, and it's all it all goes back to what the lack of planning. So, um, okay, thank you. Uh, you, you all know I'm talking to. Um, I'm talking uh, <laughs> out loud. Okay, thank you. And something else just came. So when we pursue excellence. When we desire to pursue excellence, one of the uh, enemies of excellence is procrastination, uh, delays, uh, uh, no no preparation, no planning. Uh, excellence is achieved, first of all, by a desire for it, and then secondly, to plan for it so that... Um, um, for example, um, let's say a pastor's aid service or SEC service, for example. Let's say it's going to be uh, next April. And uh, let's say, I'm, I'm just going to put a date, April 7th. I don't know what date it. I don't know. I'm just getting, throwing a date out. April 7th. And on March 27th, things are still being what? Uh, plan people you're still you're still trying to contact speakers and stuff like that no 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 everybody else everybody else has everybody else has a life and other ministries have events and you have to what plan way ahead and I think everybody on here knows this it's one thing to know it is another thing to put it in practice um I'm just going to say this out loud since I saw it yesterday. When I was at um, God's House of Prayer yesterday, I was mentioning this to Deneen earlier today. When I walked into the uh, lobby there on the wall facing, if you walked in and looked straight ahead, you see this. They had an assessment amount uh, for their pastor's anniversary, which is which I believe is every October of every year. Is that right, Deneen? Every October, and it's usually around the around the twenty second, third, and through that time period of every uh, every uh, year, third and weekend. yeah, third weekend. And so, um, it's because somebody planned to achieve goals. You have to what? You have to plan to achieve excellence in something. You have to uh, plan. So let's go back to this again. So that's why. Uh, the Lord said, you know, seek me first, and all these other things would be added to you. What we try to do is we we try to do the other things first, <laughs> and then see God last. And our life is chaotic, out of order, um, and we're scrambling to get stuff done. And um, I, I just say this, I know... I know some people's um, schedule, um, work schedules are, are crazy or whatever. But uh, God, God really um, meant what He said when He said, you know, that one day of the week should be a day of Sabbath. It should be a Sabbath rest. 
Now, I know in the Old Testament, of course, it was, it was a spiritual, natural thing. But even uh, uh, today, we know the, his rest is him. His, his rest is the spirit of God in us. But also we need what? Natural rest. Uh, if you watched the news yesterday in China, Kim Jong-un, if, that, if I pronounce his name right, uh, the premier of China, whatever, president or whatever his title is, he executed a he executed a guy that was over education, and let me tell you why he executed him because they were at a meeting and he was slouching in his seat or chair or whatever, and he was and he was dozing, he was nodding, and they killed him, they shot him. Anybody on the call? Wow. Yes. Elder Sean, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I am going homework with Sincere and listening. To oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something. And even homework, for example, is something you can't. Is something you can't put off. And 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 uh, that's a good segue too. So they so they killed this guy. This upper upper. Um, uh, this person with uh, with high authority because he wasn't paying attention. And why was maybe maybe the reason why he was nodding is because he didn't rest. You ever wonder why people in church are are uh, restless? They don't they don't rest. You know, so life life should be planned. You know, life should be planned. Our steps should be steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And uh, God says he delighteth in his way. Uh, so uh, as the knee was talking, I just start hearing um, some things. So uh, for VTI and EMFI, uh, we're going to uh, lay some dates out, as we were saying last night, so that uh, next July no one will... Uh, if anyone uh, has the audacity to uh, schedule other events, especially if you're living in Cleveland during the conference, it's going to tell me one thing. What will it tell me, Denise? Uh, there's no honor. What else? For the covering. And what, what else? And you're really not uh, a covenant partner. Really not. It's impossible and you don't need... for you to be you... if you're not fellowshipping. You, and you don't, and you don't need to be under this umbrella, especially if in September, which is our intention to share with everybody the date of July, and for them to look forward to plan it if they can come, because everybody can't come. We understand that, but if you're in the city, there's no excuse. If you're in the city, unless you know you have a, a, a loss of life in your family or something. So um, um, uh, in VTI, we're going to lay some things out, too. We're not trying to plan every week, as we said last night, but special events so we can work around them. Yes. Because, you know, because we want to do, we want to do things uh, in excellence and for the glory and honor of God. And uh, it really takes a lot of stress off of people in church. 
Mm-hmm. And you, you know, you'll find out that a lot of times um, um, when things are late, then I then I have to I'm I'm getting I don't want to use the word stress I can't think of a better word but I'm frustrated. Um, okay, that's a true statement. Sometimes I'm being pressured, and then I'm pressuring other people to help me, you know, get stuff done if if things are done late, and it's really not fair. It's not it's not fair on people when. Um, when if we know we're going to do something, we have ample time, well, let's get it done. Yes. So I'm going to sh- share one thing and then we'll just stop talking. Uh, one of the things that has to be done for EMFI, for example, is all of those certificates and, and ministry affiliation forms that were ever sent out have the old logo on them. They do not have a new logo. And the wording is being revised. And uh, the design, I want to revise it. And there are people like Apostle Sandra Smith that has not gotten one. And uh, Apostle Earl, for his ministry, has, hasn't gotten one. And uh, 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 then we have to give one to um, Prophet Patricia. We have to give one to For Him Ministries and whatever. So uh, as I was thinking today, this is a priority, something that I have to get done. Uh, ASAP, and one thing I one thing I need I need somebody to help me do it because I don't have an administrator, but I have uh, people to uh, I have somebody in mind to uh, get that uh, done. So God bless you, Prophet Patricia. What we're kind of saying is we're talking about planning, we're talking about excellence, we're talking about planning. Uh, do not procrastinate. Um, get some rest. <laughs> so you're fresh, you know. Uh, you know, I'm just speaking in general here. And um, um, as I was saying, Elder um, Shana was saying she was helping sincere do his homework. So uh, I think every, I I used to when I used to go to school, I used to always wait for the last minute to study to take an exam. Um, and that's a bad habit, you know, that should be broken. And it carries over, and it carries over into uh, natural life. You wait to the last minute to get something done. Um, you know, you need an oil change. You know, you know, you need an oil change in your car. You know, why are you waiting to the last minute? Uh, well, I can't, I can't be here or there on time. Why? Because I got to get my oil changed. I'm just using a vague uh, example. You know, plan get things you know to do, get them done. But don't allow anything to be put before God. That's why he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek him first. Uh, prioritize your life. Um, some things you can get out of the way. If you're, if you're a person that cooks, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not insinuating, I'm not insinuating anything here. But I, but I know that this generation is different. I'm not, I'm not trying to be crazy. If you're a person that cooks, the old pattern was, you know, you cook for a couple of days. You know, you prepare meals a couple of days, and then you you get other things done. You know, um, 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 prioritize your life so you have time to spend, so you have time to be in the presence of God, so you have time to pray, so you have time to get in the Word. Well, I can't get in the Word because I got, I got to wash my clothes. I got, I got this pile of clothes to get done. You know, nobody, got, nobody has any clean clothes to wear. 
Well, wisdom tells you, amen, don't wait till everything piles up. Wisdom says, amen, to what, do a little bit today and a little bit tomorrow. Nothing piles up and you don't, you know, you don't have this big wash, you know, today, you know, today's the big wash day. And all I'm doing is washing clothes. And I ain't got no time, you know, you wake up in the morning, you go right down to the washing machine. You, no t- you skip over prayer. You skip over time in his presence, time to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to you because you got all these clothes and you know you got to have stuff for Sunday. Prioritize, plan, use wisdom, manage your time. Um, Professor Patricia, I know, I don't, I'm not sure what her title is now, but I think you used to be a project manager. And I think um, I've never had that. Uh, title or position or whatever, but I would think that, well, let me just ask you this question. They they used to have a, uh, oh God, I'm t- there used to be this um, little booklet. It was, um, it was a calendar. It was a time management. A what day was the name A day yeah. planner? Yeah, a day planner, yes. Used to, people used to have, people used to have day, a day planner. I think that was a day time or a day planner. I think that's the name of it, yes. And so they uh, put things in there, things that had to be done. They put dates in there and, and so they could schedule, manage your t- They used it to manage their time. Sometimes the you know, saints are sporadic. We don't manage our time. And, and guess, guess, what, guess what gets put to the back of the burner? God. Time in his presence. The word, prayer, uh, being in his presence. I was reading this morning in, um, I said I was going to stop. I was reading this morning in Jeremiah, I think chapter 23, where uh, the Lord was uh, talking about woe unto the prophets. And uh, he was basically saying that, um, you know, prophets were prophesying out of their own uh, desires and whatever. He was saying that they they didn't come before him, and they were not in his counsel. They did not wait to hear from his counsel, and they would, you know, just say what, you know, they were just off. And uh, we as people of God, we we cannot. We have to wait. We have to spend quality and quantity time. Some people, some people say you don't have to have quantity time in in God's presence. You have to have quality time. You need you need time in His presence. You need time in His presence. There was an old book uh, that came out in the nineties by an author called Larry Lea, L E A, and the book was uh, uh, the title was very popular. It was a bestseller. In the Christian world, could you not spend one hour with me, you know, in prayer? And uh, if I can say this right now, because um, I'm going to have to release this call in a minute. Um, and what he did is he went where Jesus, you know, at Gethsemane, you know, um, told the disciples who were falling asleep and whatever, you know, could you not pray with me for an hour? And so the idea was, you know, that people should target. Uh, they should be. They should. Some people say, 
you know, I, I can't pray longer than 10 or 15 minutes and I start falling asleep or my my uh, focus starts uh, drifting. And in that book, he was basically saying that uh, you need to target, you need to uh, ask the Lord to help you to at least pray for an hour. Uh, and sometimes that is not just you talking, of course. It's you listening and you praising and so on and so forth. And then some people pray for more than an hour, two hours. And uh, all I'm saying, saying all this for in the last half hour is, and here, here was my foundation, don't get too busy in life because you don't plan. Don't miss excellence because you don't plan, because you don't pursue it. Excellence is pursued by uh, dealing with details. If you handle details, it'll bring forth what? It'll bring forth excellence. Um, 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 uh, if I use, um, Patricia, your, your beautiful BMW, if I had that car, one of the places I would take it to would be a detail shop. Anybody's car, right? A detail shop brings about it's it's a, a detail shop brings about a better look, shine, wash, and whatever than going to the through the quick uh, car wash. Quick car wash, just what? Brush the stuff off with water and dries it off. But a detail shop gets all the crevices, gets all the corners. They use a they use a little um, small like toothbrush, whatever. Um, to really get all the places, and you open up your car, you open up your car inside, it's laid out, it looks like it's new because it's a detail shop. And in the spiritual realm, if you want to bring forth excellence in, in Christ, excellence in, in ministry, you have to handle every little detail. And everybody's not mantled to do that. Uh, so you always have to employ people that are um, concerned about detail. Some people have a big picture, and other people can handle what details. And um, you know, you bring about excellence. So let's not get busy. Anybody else? <laughs> I say, have anything to talk about tonight? Anyone else? Denise? No comment. Pastor Shay? No. Pastor Patricia? No, but that's very timely, um, very timely um, word. I'm glad I was able to hear that. Thank you. So, so um, <clears throat> my last thing I'm going to say then. So, for if I use your ministry, uh, no, I use Denise's ministry. It hasn't come about. Uh, well, in one way it hasn't. <laughs> so, for him, ministry. So you need to begin to ask the Lord, you know, concerning what every detail concerning the ministry, not to miss anything. And, uh, you know, when uh, the reason why Queen of Sheba was so astounded uh, at uh, 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 King Solomon, she had heard about him. She had heard about, you know, his glory and heard about, you know, his, you know, the, the things in his kingdom. But when she came there, what impressed her 
was the uh, the way his servants carried themselves. And it's talking about the details of his servants, how they walked, how they, you know, just did things. It impressed her so much. You know, she was blown away. She had a big W-O-W, wow. And um, because it, uh, he had a ministry of uh, ministry of excellence. So, saints of God, um, let's pursue, amen, um, excellence. Let's pursue not being busy. Let's plan. If we know we got something to do, something to get done, let's let's get it done and uh, go and do the things uh, that God wants us to do, amen, for the kingdom. Well, we thank God, amen, for you. If no one else has any, uh, any comments, I appreciate your time. I surely didn't have anything to say. But uh, thank you, Deneen, for uh, and uh, Apostle Shank for uh, starting off, and I just kind of wanted to tap in. And uh, Deneen, I can't even remember what you were talking about. Yes, I do. We were talking about the uh, class uh, last night, and uh, so on and so forth. So appreciate you all. Um, if you are on the call and you have a um, you over some kind of committee or something, I want you to look at your calendar for 2016. Um, I can tell you right now, saints of God, uh, that in 2017, 2017 rather, that in July of 2017, we'll, we'll, we will probably be having the conference on the last, there's actually one, two, three, there's five Sundays in, uh, uh, in July next year. And we'll be having the conference last uh, weekend of July. And so we're going to be um, taking these dates. You need to get your SEC date, and uh, let's release it to uh, EMFI so that they have ample time, uh, six months maybe for the SEC, and nine months, almost a whole year, to plan for the conference, prepare to get the uh, plane tickets, hotels, and whatever, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Appreciate you. Love you all. Continue to pray for um, uh, the body of Christ and those people that were designated last night. Um, also, I want to ask that you would pray for, and when I say last night, you know, Prophet Patricia was releasing some names. And uh, also pray for Apostle Sanders Smith, if you would, concerning um, um, something that um, I would just say we're, we are dealing with down there in a, in another ministry and also uh, please pray for prophet uh prophet uh Debbie Godwin who will be going away this weekend to see about her grandson please keep her in your prayers if that be all Apostle Shank would you release us and dismiss us Carol just thank you we praise you we bless her and well, we thank you for the opportunity to gather together once again to discuss things of the kingdom. Lord, we ask you to bless each and every individual and we ask you to be with us all until we meet again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Good night. Amen. Good night. God bless you all.